Sooner or later, there is one thing every truck driver has to deal with, and most already have at least multiple times, and that is dealing with law enforcement officers either at roadside or at way stations. But how well you handle these encounters can have a big bearing on the outcomes, including how much time you will spend with an officer, whether you'll receive a thorough inspection or citation, to even affecting your trucking company's safety record. This is Eyes on the Road presented by Prepass Safety Alliance, the provider of Prepass Waystation Bypass and Toll Payment Services. Prepass also includes informed dashboards for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. I'm Evan Lockridge and it's good to have you here. One of the last things any trucker or fleet wants to have to deal with are delays. Unfortunately, delays come with trucking, and while you can rarely do much about delays at shippers or receivers, or those due to traffic or the weather, how truckers handle delays in dealing with law enforcement can mean the difference between that delay being short to it being very long. So what can you do to keep them as brief as possible? Joining me with some tips is Paul Clunch. He spent more than 30 years with the Arkansas Highway Police as a commercial vehicle enforcement officer. These days, he's a regional director of field operations for Prepass, and he joins me by phone from his home base in Arkansas. Paul, it's good to talk with you. It's good to be with you, Evan. What's the most important thing drivers need to know when dealing with law enforcement, especially when they've been pulled over? Plus, what's the biggest mistake they can make in these situations? Yeah, and I think it's like everyday life. I think the first thing to think about is just staying cool, calm, and collected as they deal with the law enforcement officer. Typically, the, the law enforcement officer is going to be professional, and they need to be professional as a, as a professional truck driver when they're dealing with law enforcement. And, you know, be courteous and just most like everyday contact with people. The, the thing that they don't want to do is to overreact to just being stopped, to become confrontational rather than cooperative. Uh, there's a lot of C words there, but I think I think it's appropriate. I think cool, calm, and collected and not being confrontational will hurry things along through the process of the traffic stop or the stop at the way station for an inspection. So I think I think those things are are good to remember, not only for truck driving and, and law enforcement, but also for just everyday life. Okay, let's look at this from the opposite angle. What should drivers do if the moment they start dealing with law enforcement and the officer has a confrontational attitude? You know, Evan, law enforcement officers are human as well, and they're going to have bad days, uh, just like, like we all do. I think what a driver should realize whenever they're dealing with, uh, with a law enforcement officer is just that, that they are going to uh, run into that from time to time. And the best thing to do is, again, just to stay professional, to comply with all the officer's requests, and to be as prepared as possible when they when they get stopped to present all their credentials and so forth, and to show the officer that they're willing to be cooperative throughout the whole thing. Let's talk about paperwork. Is there certain paperwork or other documents drivers should always have ready if they get asked for them by law enforcement, especially at roadside? And if so, why? Sure. The CDL registration, either IRP or the IFTA, also their bills of lading, things like that they're there, that they're fairly certain that the officer is going to need to do his or her job. I think it, it goes a long way to have those ready rather than having to dig through the 
sleeper or dig through a, a briefcase or something like that, that, that obviously just takes up uh, an extra amount of time for both parties. Uh, I, I think to have those have those ready is a, a pretty good sign that they are professional and that they have been through this before and that they know how to conduct themselves. Now, if a trucker doesn't have these documents at the ready or worse yet, they can't provide some of them to an officer, can it lead to bigger problems for the driver? Sure, and it could also lead to the officer or the driver himself having to get on the phone and contact the company that he or she's driving for and try to get that information either faxed or emailed or something like that because typically an officer's not prone to let a truck go on down the road unless it does have the proper credentials and the driver has the proper credentials to make certain that everything is safe as it should be. And what about any things truckers should have in addition to the documents if they get pulled into a way station, plus any other recommended do's and don'ts you may have for drivers when they're at these facilities, Paul? Well, in terms of what they should have ready, I think, again, all, all the items that we mentioned, uh, CDL, the IFTA, IRP, bills of lading, I think those are, are fairly common for, for both the way station and a, and a traffic stop. In terms of what they need to do when they come into a way station is to obey all the signs along the ramp as they come into the station because all states have different uh, regulations and have different instructions they want the drivers to follow as they come in. In a lot of cases, it's due to geography. It may be a very short ramp that uh, sometimes lends itself to backing traffic out to the interstate or to the highway. And it's always a good idea to follow those instructions to the letter to make sure that their speed is correct, to make sure that they stop at the proper location on the scale when they come up to the to the scale house. I think there's uh, any number of things that, that a driver needs to do to make sure that he or she is staying compliant with everything. And these rules and, and signs and so forth are in place for a reason, and it, it makes the whole process go a lot faster. And if they're compliant, and a lot, of, a lot of times an officer will recognize that. And the oversized overweight permits, if it is an oversized or overweight load and is permitted, and, you know, whether you have a escort or don't have an escort, uh, it's always good to have that handy. In a lot of cases, I think states are looking at, as they are with CDL and other registration information, they're looking at the possibility of uh, providing those electronically. So, be that as it may, however, whatever the type of document it is, I think it's it's good to have that handy to where the officer can look at it. In a lot of cases, uh, at some of the stations I've uh, visited, you actually see the driver just hang it out the window and the, the uh, officer can look at it with a pair of binoculars or they can just look at it and tell whether or not it's valid. So having it handy, again, makes it even uh, a quicker process for them to continue on down the highway. Paul, obviously truck inspections, either at a way station or at roadside, are a big part of truck driver life on the road. What advice do you have for both fleets and drivers when it comes to making sure inspections go as smoothly as possible with the ultimate goal of making sure they pass these inspections? Well, I think the companies and the drivers need to be familiar with the regulations as to what the, the equipment is supposed to be like in pristine condition. Uh, they need to know there are regulations out there that Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration promulgates and that uh, those are available for them to look at and for them to comply with and to do preventive maintenance and also repairs and things like that. So 
I think it's a good idea for the company to, to know that. And a lot of cases for some of the companies that have more than one or two trucks, they have a safety person that's on staff that pretty much specializes in that and knows, knows how to instruct the maintenance folks as to how, what needs to be repaired and why. In a lot of cases, uh, state trucking associations have a, a safety person on their staff that certainly fields questions on a daily basis from trucking companies that are their members and non-members in a lot of cases to where they can contact them to see exactly what it takes to keep uh, keep the equipment and so forth in, in good, safe running condition. And I would assume this would also include drivers making sure they're conducting a complete pre-trip inspection of their truck, correct? That's true. That's that's one thing that uh, most companies provide time for the drivers to do that before they leave on their on their trip to make sure that uh, uh, all those items that are involved in a pre-trip inspection are accounted for and make sure they're in good shape. And if a driver locates something on the truck uh, that is is not in good condition, that they can contact their maintenance folks and have them uh, repair it before they go on duty. Now, Paul, you've detailed a lot of things that fleets and especially truck drivers should do and not do when dealing face-to-face with law enforcement officers. Now, obviously, the reasons are so they spend less time with these delays, including reducing their chances of receiving a citation. But there's something even bigger that's affected by keeping out of trouble, so to speak, isn't there? Yeah, the company, be it a one-truck company or a 1,000-truck company, they need to keep their safety in mind, both the driver and the truck and the equipment, because it is ultimately captured uh, in the inspection selection system and also the CSA part of FMCSA that actually rates a carrier in terms of safety. So when a truck pulls into a way station, let's say, and the inspector or the person that is inside the way station can actually enter in the DOT number of that truck into a computer and see in the inspection selection system how that truck actually rates. The higher the number, the worse the company is in simple terms uh, as far as safety. So let's say it's a 97 or a 98. That is going to provide that officer with a snapshot that this particular company is not one of the safest companies out there, and in fact, one that may need to be inspected. So I think companies and the drivers all have a a pretty high stake in this and making sure that their driving habits are are safe and sound and that also the truck itself is properly repaired and properly equipped and everything in great shape. And the ISS scores you mentioned, Paul, also play into whether a truck receives a green light on their way station bypass device if they're enrolled in such a program. Absolutely. That information is in the FMCSA database, and that information is also shared you know, with preclearance providers to, uh, to do just that, to make a decision uh, as soon as the truck goes through the reader or through the uh, system to make sure that that truck is safe and to have the opportunity to bypass. A little earlier in our interview, Paul, you mentioned how important it is that fleets need to make sure the equipment they're putting on the road is properly maintained so it passes inspections and delays with officers are then kept to a minimum. But what can drivers do, especially those looking to change carriers, to make sure they're signing on with a fleet that really cares about truck maintenance so they spend less time dealing with inspections? 
Well, Evan, as you know, there's almost nothing that you can't get onto a computer or the internet and enter in some two or three words and come up with, with several options to look at. So I would say research-wise, that would be the first place to go, would be to put in that company name, uh, put in the word safety, and see what you come up with. And I think in a lot of cases, you're going to see even the, the, the company, their DOT number may come up. So not just doing it through the internet, but getting information that you can also uh, use when you t- contact your state office of FMCSA or your state uh, commercial vehicle enforcement agency and, and ask them for guidance on how to uh, deter- make that determination if it's a safe company. In terms of the other things that are more human resource oriented, such as salary and the number of miles that you have to go and what their pay is and so forth, I would think that that would be something that you could probably contact a driver with that particular company that you see at a truck stop or somewhere else. Or if you happen to know someone who knows a driver for that particular company, they can put you in contact with them and just ask those questions. Because typically, if it's a great company, a good safe company and one that uh, a driver enjoys driving for, uh, you know, is home uh, more often than not or is home more often than the previous jobs that they may have had driving. I think that's something that they would enjoy sharing with someone else, and I think it's it's a good resource. That is Paul Clunch. He is a regional director of field operations with PrePass and a former commercial vehicle law enforcement officer. Paul, thanks very much for the advice. Thank you, Evan. And you can get more information about dealing with law enforcement, no matter if you're a driver or a fleet manager. Just go to the PrePass website at prepass.com. Click on the Resources tab, which will take you to the Resource Library. There you will find a white paper entitled, Four Tips to Working with Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Agencies to Improve Safety and Bypass Rates, as well as a recorded webinar entitled, How to Work with Enforcement to Improve Safety Performance. And while you're on the PrePass website, don't forget to read our blog so you can get some of the latest trucking industry news. Plus, you can subscribe to this podcast or listen to previous installments, as well as through your favorite podcast service. You can also keep up with PrePass on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you've got a comment, question, or topic suggestion for this podcast, drop us an email. The address is podcast at prepass.com. This has been Eyes on the Road presented by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass way station bypass and toll payment services. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening, and remember to keep your eyes on the road.